4: Hour number two, Football Sunday on 1080, The Fan.
2: Hats off, Joe. Hats <laughs> off, man. Good job. Man. That was dope.
4: Last night, Rashad, you know I mentioned how the computer crashed and it erased all my work? Right. So I was, like, plugging everything back in, adding all the audio back in, and I just, it, the light bulb went off in my head. I was like, that video of that kid in the locker room. I got my swagger back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that <laughs> I'm was like, great. Oh, that that's going in. That was great. Good
2: job. <laughs> Good job. I dig it. Woo!
4: All right, football Sunday, man. I, I was saying in the first hour, uh, first segment that I had kind of like a moment where it hit me last night as I'm flipping in between Oregon State and Fresno State, BYU, Baylor, back and forth, back and forth, sitting there like I'm like, dude, this is it. This is football. We're here. We We're, made it.
2: We are officially here. And, and I mean, really, for me. Uh, I had a fundraiser to go to on Thursday night, so I didn't get a chance to, like, really enjoy the first game of the season. But, you know, all the pomp and circumstance and everything that happens prior to, like, the first game and everything, like, that's kind of always the part of the season that I love. It's like, man, because it's, you know, it's ramping us up. It's like, man, this it's actually here. It's like, man, here we go. Football's actually about to start. You know, I get to all those – uh, all the predictions, all the everything, like none of it matters anymore. Now it's like you know, who, it's game time. It's game time, you know. And you know, I know you, we, we've you probably talked a little bit about it or maybe not, but man, those those damn bills uh, came out real quick on on Thursday. It made me say, okay, football is definitely back. <laughs> right. football is definitely
4: here. Right. So man, I'm
2: I'm super excited.
4: Yeah, man. Um, again, yesterday was, <clears throat> I mean, I know last week was kind of football kickoff weekend, but this is. Really, week one, right? Uh, where we get every team in the nation playing. Um, yeah, right? I mean, did everybody play last week? Am I? Because uh, there's a uh, yeah, there's a week zero, and then yeah, just about everybody played last week. There's yeah. A lot of those patsy wins, you know, your Eastern Washington's, your Montana State's. So, uh, but yeah, at least for me, because kind of like you, I didn't watch any college football last Saturday. Really. Yeah. Okay. I, was, uh, I was at Sammy Hagar, dude, George Thurow. Yeah, yeah, you said that. Like, that that's a great time.
2: It's a, a pretty, it's a pretty <laughs> dope place to be. I mean,
4: if you're not going to be watching any college football. Uh, and let's be real, I'm glad I didn't spend all the time getting ready for the Oregon-Georgia game and, like, you know, going to a friend's house, cooking food or something like that for that to happen. So glad it transpired that way in a sense. But, um, yeah, I mean, this weekend, man, I mean, the Alabama-Texas game to start the day off, that was insane. It was. Um, some controversies from that one. A safety that should have been called a safety. At le- like, that game was pure chaos. Bama barely getting out of that one. Yeah, but they- um, <clears throat> I got. I don't think we can waste any more time. Appalachian State getting the victory over number six Texas A and M, seventeen to fourteen in College Station at Kyle Field. Like, uh, I want to say it was it's 15 years since Appalachian State beat uh, Michigan back in 2000-whatever. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I don't know if you saw this, Rashad, but College Game Day was going to go to College Station next weekend. Like, the plan was for them to go to Texas A&M uh, because I want to say Miami is going to be playing Texas A&M next weekend. So that was, yeah, Miami, Texas A&M. So that was that was the plan was game day was going to be at College Station. Appalachian State goes in there, gets the victory and guess where college or guess where uh, college game day is going to uh, next weekend.
2: Appalachian State.
4: You bet. Against Troy. (laughs) Troy at Appalachian State College game day going to Boone, North Carolina, baby.
2: They are really like the the giant killers of college football.
4: Dude, and they almost beat North Carolina last weekend. It was yeah. Uh, 63-61. Yeah, it was
2: number one bad weekend for Texas. Um, you know, the, you mentioned the Alabama-Texas game, which I did see a little bit of that and edge of your seat type stuff. Like, man, this Alabama's going to lose to Texas, man. Like, how great would that be for Texas in what? This is year two of them in the SEC?
4: Uh, year three? Well, since announcing that they were going to go, yeah, um, they are not officially. They're not in, officially, no, yeah, but, but yes. Yeah, like, since yeah, this since is, they announced it, yeah, I want to say this is the year, second year, year
2: two, or something like that. So imagine how far that program goes with a win against Alabama, albeit the beginning of the season doesn't matter. Uh, you beat Alabama, so you fall just short. That makes sense. Texas has been building to be in a position to where they can compete with teams like Alabama and Georgia. Right, that's what. That's what the potential move, or not the potential, the eventual move to the SEC is going to mean is they want to be able to compete with those teams. And at a point, Texas was the team that competed. You know, that was college football for a very, very long time. And that, that could have changed a lot of things for their program, and it didn't. So we expect, but we expect Texas to at least be in a position to where they can compete. I don't think we ex- truly expect that from Appalachian State. Like, I think that we know that they have the potential to beat big teams. We've seen it before. You mentioned the Michigan uh, win here about 15 years ago. It's crazy that that was 15 years ago. I remember that game like it was yesterday. But uh, you mentioned that win, but they're supposed to be able to beat them. If I'm if I'm being honest, you know, and I know we always say, you know, games aren't played on, played on paper, but on paper, like, Texas A&M is supposed to beat Appalachian State. And so for them to come in and get a huge win – they get rewarded with college game day the following week. Which is, Joe, you went to U of O. I'm sure there were some college game days that you attended.
4: I, uh, I had one college game day experience. Yes.
2: There was only one when you were there.
4: Uh yeah. Uh, you gotta understand, Rashad. I was down there, and uh, that was uh, when uh, Joey the Fourth was born. So uh, you know, gotcha. while Eugene and uh, U of O was a great college experience, there was yeah. definitely. A, <laughs> Some things that uh, yeah, took up some uh, time. And, uh, gotcha. you know, so Saturdays, there's a lot of working on Saturdays. Gotcha. Each okay. Game. But I did get to experience one college game day. And um, it, it's the re- it got me to be a Ducks fan. Like, I was going to the school and I was not, like, Ducks football fan. Uh, I was reluctant to do so because I was, you know, the bandwagon fans, right? But then, you know, I went to college game day and had that experience. And from that day forward, I'm like, all right, I'm on
2: board. Yeah, no, I so <laughs> the first one I ever got to see was at um, Tennessee, and I went to, to Rocky Top, and I saw Tennessee, Florida, um, the only SEC football game I've ever been to in my life and was one of the coolest experiences ever. Now, I hate Tennessee. Uh, however, um, it was a really, really cool thing to see, and college game day just happened to be there um, that day, and everybody picked Florida to win and then Tennessee ended up winning the game. So it was just one of those things it's super tight but yeah man that's a, that's such a cool experience for college for college kids to know that that's going to be on your campus and every the party starts people start you know well uh, there's drinking such a juice
4: there's such a buzz <laughs> because I remember being on campus like going to school when uh, game day was um in town in Eugene and they they're setting up the the stage and they're setting up all the production stuff on campus. So like, as you're walking to class Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you see the set, the college game day set growing and growing. Obviously, you know, every school situation is different depending on where college game day is in proportion to campus and all that. But that was the cool thing. Like the buzz around campus leading up to the, you're kind of right. It's like the party starts on Monday and it, as the days get closer and closer and you start seeing, and you're like, man, where's Corso? Where's Herb Street? Is he walking around on campus? Maybe they're at one of the restaurants or something like-. again. And then, just to happen at Boone, North Carolina, I remember when game day went to, um, like, uh, North, uh, North Dakota State, the Bison, yeah. a couple of years ago. And the streets were just filled with people. Because, I mean, this is – they've been living for this moment. They've been waiting for this for years. Like, this is – App State, they better relish in this because, yeah, this ain't going to happen for another uh, 20, 30 years. Well, didn't, they have
2: a, didn't they have a season where they were, like, close to undefeated, like, a couple years ago?
4: Uh, I mean, App State's always been – had a pretty solid program. Um, let's let's uh, break down that Appalachian State football history next se- uh, segment, shall <laughs> we? <laughs> People love that. Yeah. Um, what we should do, Rashad, though, is get into NFL football because we've got, we got 14 games today. 14 NFL games today.
2: And I'm here for all of it.
4: Oh, bud. And I can't tell you how excited I am to be DJing a wedding tonight up at the Gorge and missing my Cowboys play. That's awesome. So excited, man. Cannot wait. So we will jump into NFL action. A lot of great matchups. A lot of, you know, former players or former teams or quarterback, you know. So we'll go through some of those, uh, choose some of the most, like, intriguing matchups that we're looking forward to seeing in this week one of the NFL, but, You got Rashad Taylor. You got Joe Fisher. This is Football Sunday on 1080.
3: Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details
4: Sunday on 1080. The fan just talking to Rashad about the crazy week that has been and is still going to be. Oh boy! By the way, any good uh, tips for a first-time youth flag football uh, coach? I will take all of them because, uh, yep. Coach Fisher is in the building, apparently. Rashad.
2: Hey man, like that's Coach Fisher sounds like. A coach's name, you know, uh, any relation to Jeff, Jeff and Joe Fisher. Yeah, I see it.
4: But, uh, no C in Jeff Fisher's last no, name. Well, I mean, because uh, you know, the C's for champion. Ah, uh,
2: I like it. That's well, why, that's why that's in there. Yeah, I. The, the key to uh, youth football is to make your fastest, most athletic player your quarterback, and then let them figure things out. For you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bingo. Like, I mean, if you, if you really want to be competitive in youth football, <laughs> make your oh, fastest, you know, uh, most athletic player, your quarterback run, uh, lots of, you know, options. Lots and, of uh, quarterback draws. <laughs> yeah, right. Lots of those. Have them drop back, scan the field, and then just take off. Oh, boy. You'll win every game.
4: Well, Seriously. before we get into uh, youth flag football, let's get into professional football. Let's NFL, baby. Catch the fever. I mean, we got Thursday night, which uh, you mentioned earlier, Bills. Well, I think there's your uh, Super Bowl favorite right there, Buffalo, right?
2: I mean, it's, <laughs> it's hard to say. They say
4: you got to beat the best to be the best. Well, you, you didn't just beat the Rams. You basically dominated them in their home.
2: Yeah, I mean, how I – don't, I don't really know. They did everything that they were supposed to do in that game. And even made some mistakes in between there, but still were able to dominate. Like Jalen Ramsey is among the the best corners in football. He'll tell you he's the best one. He'll probably tell you he's the best one ever. Um, but that night, he he was absolutely burnt toast. There was nothing that he could do. Like he gave up, I want to say like a 100 and... Twenty something yards, two touchdowns. Like he, he was really, really bad. We know he's not that bad, but that's how bad Devontae or uh, or Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen made made that defense look. They made them look like they were still drunk from the night they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Seriously, like the whole team just looked like they were still kind of, kind of filling it. Even though Dell Beckham looked like he was kind of filling it when he brought the trophy out at the beginning of the game. Like, what the hell was he doing there? Like, are Wait, you,
4: who, I, I missed that. Who was so it? So, at the
2: very beginning of the game, 4 4 kickoff, you know, uh, they introduced the team, and there you see OBJ there with the, with the trophy, and everything I was like, does he still play for the Rams? Like, I didn't realize that, but they invited him. He looked like he was still kind of feeling it. They bought The Rock out to do a, you know. Again? Yeah. They bought, I think The Rock is just like, he's, I don't know if he's just signed with The Rams or whatever the case is, but yeah, they bought The Rock out. He did his whole smell with The Rock is cooking thing. And then uh, and the Rams proceeded to get the, sent to the SmackDown Hotel.
4: <laughs> yes, people's elbow and all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that kicked off our uh, NFL season. But um, like I said, we got, we got 14 games today. Obviously, um, one I'm most excited for is the Cowboys and Buccaneers, the rematch of the, the Thursday night season opener last year. That was in Tampa Bay. That was a great game. Uh, but of all the games that we got, Rashad, is there a is there a game or two that's sticking out to you that you're like, oh yeah, I'm stoked for this? Um, because I I mean I, I mean I feel like there's maybe three there's, or four today that I'm like
2: there are two games, but I don't know if there's if it's really based on any competitive, um, uh, competitive football for for that matter. But there are two games I want to see just because I want to see how. People react, but I, I want to see Carolina, Cleveland. Um, I, I need to see how you know Baker is, um, how he responds to going back to Cleveland and playing in front of that crowd. It's in Cleveland, right?
4: Uh, it's in Carolina. It's in Carolina. Yeah. Excuse me. They're okay, a one-point favorite.
2: Okay, forgive me. So I, I at least want to see how he responds to playing against the team that traded him. You know, a team that felt like he wasn't good enough. Because let's be real, Baker just wasn't good enough at certain points. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how that game, uh, turns out, how, how much better has miles, uh, has miles Garrett gotten over the past year, just, uh, just a freak athlete of a man. Um, and then also in that same, that same vein, I want to see Seahawks Broncos. Of course. Not because I think the Seahawks are going to win that game. Um, it's because I want to know how, and that game is in Seattle.
4: Uh like, yeah okay and yeah. smart move by the schedule makers absolutely like, and let's absolutely. just uh, let's, let's just get, get this, this out of the way now like let's <laughs> yeah. not do
2: this let's not build it up let's get this out of the way now both teams are good at this point everybody in the NFL you know with exception everybody's
4: of, uh, with exception of the Bills everybody's uh, tied for the top of the uh, division you know, right now so
2: for right now this is if you're gonna do it this is when you want to do it and so I'm curious to see how the Seahawks faithful um, receive Russell Wilson I don't think it should be I don't think it should be bad. I mean, I think people have to really understand what Russell Wilson did for Seattle. You like, want him a Super Bowl. Their one and only Super Bowl came from Russell Wilson. And then, if not for a silly-ass call by your head coach or whomever decided not to run the ball on the one with Marshawn Lynch was just completely eating the Patriots alive, Russell Wilson's a back-to-back Super Bowl winner. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, I mean, if that happens, then you know, you're looking at Seattle in an entirely different light. So I'm I'm curious to know how the Seahawks fans really really feel about Russell Wilson because for me it's hard to how are you gonna hate what made you rich it's hard for 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 me to hate on somebody that bought your franchise so much you know uh, joy and yeah. so so many memories so yeah, yeah
4: for sure I mean part of me the competitive side says like well if I'm the Seahawks let's get in this kitchen like let's cheer let's boo the hell out of him let's you know. Um uh, make uh make him know that like, yeah, you were nice, but uh, you know, you're not the only reason we won the won that championship, okay. We had uh some good players besides some really good defense get, get in that mental a little bit, rattle him. Um with that being said though, yeah, the Seahawks uh even being at home are a six and a half point dog to the Broncos on Monday night. Yeah. Um Yeah, Rashad, there's a few games uh, sticking out to me. Uh, You're right. Panthers-Browns, that's intriguing because of the Baker angle. Um, I think Packers-Vikings is a great game in that 1 o'clock hour. Um, Chiefs-Cardinals, that's another great one. Just because Cardinals season ended so ugly that they got a big test right away against the Chiefs. I want to see how they come out, right? Because I feel like a lot of people are starting to sell their stock on the Cardinals. And uh, so I want to see how they come out and respond. We got a rematch of that final game last year, Raiders Chargers. Remember how that one yeah, ended? Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. And,
2: and there's nothing. There are a few things better than starting out the season with a, you know, with a rival. Yeah. That's, you know, with someone in your division. Like there's there are a few things that kind of get you amped up. Like if you need extra motivation for, you know, Cowboys, uh, uh, Eagles, you know, or you know, Patriots, Bills, like, man, you're not really a fan because, like, those rivalry games are, those things matter. You know, you only get, what, six of them a year, and so each of those games matter, and so there's no, uh, again, few better ways to start the season than
4: against a division rival. Most definitely. Most definitely. It gets those juices going. Uh, Great way to start off the season. Yeah, like you're saying, if you can't get up for that. Um, Some other games, I mean, you could really make a few storylines just about every single one of these games, why they are intriguing, but those are the ones that kind of stand out to me: Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Packers, Vikings. Really, that that one o'clock window is going to be really entertaining.
2: Absolutely, no. Usually, this is my nap time. <laughs> like I watch, you know, seriously, first games, the ten o'clock games. Like that's my opportunity to chill, you know, watch some games and everything like that. But then, you know, because we get up kind of early, or at least you did today. Uh, because we get up kind of <laughs> early to come to the show. Usually by the time we get to like one one30 1.30, oh, I'm just going to lay down on the couch and catch a catch a few Z's.
4: And then you're ready for that. And uh, then wake up and you know, night football. start
2: getting dinner ready. And Sunday night football starts at 5.30. It's like, let's go. Always yeah. works well.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. All right. So I have to inform the masses because we've already gotten a couple text uh, messages about it. The plan is to uh, have some sort of fantasy something with this show. Whether that is a fantasy scramble, we are not sure. We are not going to do it this week because, as uh, mentioned, I'm uh, yeah. I'm producing the show, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing in here, Rashad. I'm going to need a couple days to come into the studio this week where I can uh, sit down with uh, crazy eyes and swag and just be like, okay, let's get me dialed in so that way I'm ready for Wednesday night and Sunday. Um, So, no fantasy scramble tonight or today, uh, but we do have a couple people texting in. If you want to shoot us our uh, shoot over the questions, we will text back to you what we think. Uh, but, yeah, as we have this new show, Rashad and I, we're coming up with uh, ways we want to uh, approach things. Um, we know that you guys love the fantasy um, questions and turning those in, um, so we will try and keep it integrated somehow. Um, but two more segments, Rashad? Let's, let's go. Let's keep going. NFL, college football. We've got plenty to talk about in these last two segments here. Thanks for sticking with us on Football Sunday on the Odyssey app, and... Ten eighty the fan, but first got a sports center update That is right. Football Sunday. Two more segments left to go. Rashad, I am
2: excited for today, bro. Uh,
4: Yeah, that's a understatement of the year right there. Um, well, you know what? You can say that, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I will be DJing a wedding tonight, a Sunday wedding. Um, so mi- mixed
2: feelings. Yeah, I mean, listen,
4: it's the last wedding I have to DJ of the year. And, of course, it falls on the first, uh, you know, football Sunday of the year. Essentially, at first, you know, NFL Sunday. Um, yeah, this will definitely be like a, a bittersweet night. Because also, it's uh, it's the pr- people that are getting married, I used to work with uh, the uh-huh. group. So, you know, I know him. I've met his parents, you know. So, it'll be fun. It, it should be a good party. But it is out in, like, Hood River man, also. Come on, man. It's uh, again. There's a lot of uh, things that I'm like. The whole weighing out the pros and cons. Listen, the 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 cons of not being able to watch football today is very much outweighing the pros of everything.
2: Listen, man. Sunday is for Jesus and football. Everything else is like. I mean, that's what they were created for. So if you have a wedding on Sunday, like, come on, let's be mindful of all those hardworking men. That are sitting there and are really checking their fantasy scores when they t- should be listening to your nuptials, when they're waiting for the food, they're really piled around someone's phone, or someone you know bought their tablet or using their kid's tablet to be able to to watch the game, to stream the game in some way or another. You have to understand, person getting married on Sunday during football season, that it's not about you on that Sunday. We're very much worried about our teams and not being able to watch football for the next little bit. So, uh, hopefully, you have a fruitful marriage, and you know, live long and prosper, and all those things. Uh, <laughs> however, uh, Sundays are meant for for football. And man, this not is uh,
4: weddings. This was definitely one of those where, like, I agreed to do it last year, just not even thinking about you know anything else, like. Should and have told then,
2: him, no, I'm busy that day.
4: <laughs> yeah, like, really? It's not for another year? Like, nope, I nope, know. I'll, I'll, be I'll, I'll be busy. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, this year, starting uh, the new gig on the sales team here. We got Football Sunday going. Coach Fisher is now in the building. I just, Boy, weddings next year. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm uh, bringing in enough money to where I don't have to do weddings next year because uh, golf – Football, Saturdays and Sundays to do things. Weddings are cool and all. You know, the free wedding food also, like free dinner.
2: Wedding food is, is, is great. It can be hit or miss.
4: It can be. majority of the time it's hit. It's yeah. like 85-15. I, no, I would even yeah. go 90-10.
2: No, the last wedding I was at um, was actually the food was phenomenal. Somebody, somebody catered in some Hawaiian food, and so it was super, super on point. But sometimes, just every now and then, those little, you know, uh, pork medallions. <laughs> sorry, those, those weren't hidden, and it was cold.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, since we're up against it, uh, and we'll really save this last segment for uh, football, I, I just want to share a story from a wedding I was at a couple weeks ago. You want to talk about wedding food. You know, I had the buffet. Everything was good. I was one of the last people to get food, so I sit down with my plate at the table. Everybody else is, you know, essentially finishing up or they're halfway done with their food. One of my best buddies, he, uh, I look over at him, and he's putting something on a little appetizer plate. I'm like, what's that? A freaking praying mantis was in the salad. Nope. In the salad. It was not alive anymore. It was done. That thing, it was coated in ranch, and it was, like, it, it was long. That thing was, like, three inches wide. Do you still
2: eat the salad?
4: Oh, God, no. I did not eat the salad. But the facial expressions of the people at the table who had already eaten the salad, and then upon discovering that there was a praying mantis in that salad. Well, I'll say this. Like, there, <laughs> you don't talk about wedding food that was not bussing, Rashad. There are
2: worse... <laughs> There are worse insects than praying mantis
4: that I would, that I would not. I told my my buddy to eat it. I said, "Hey, that's good protein, right
2: there." Like I, I'll. If it was, it was just one praying mantis. (laughs) It was just one.
4: Uh, yeah. yeah, It was not a praying mantis salad. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm
2: just yeah. Seriously, if it was like three of them in there, because like (laughs) it had babies or something like. But I'm, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm probably still going to knock down the salad. If I already ate it, I was like, oh, I mean, well.
4: Oh, yeah. Like I, thought, I, said- <laughs> I
2: thought it was a bit crunchy. You know, I thought something. I thought those were croutons. The so
4: horrified like- look on people's face. And the best part, so the, my, my buddy who ended up with it, he's very reserved, you know, introvert, you know, doesn't talk a lot. So he gets up and goes to the bar. We're all like, oh, my God, is he going to say something? Is he going to, like, tell the employee? Sure enough, we see him talking to the bartender. What does the bartender do? He's talking, talking. Reaches back behind him, grabs a beer, and just starts pouring him a beer. <laughs> and he comes and sits back down at the table like, dude, di- did you not tell him? No.
2: No, man. It was just only <laughs> it was only one. I got it. No need to. I was to- like,
4: and just knowing that guy, I was like, that is the most cold move I've ever seen. The fact that he ends up with a bug in his salad at a wedding, goes up and talks to an employee, doesn't mention it, just wants another beer.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. See, that's a, that's a guy that I'll hang out with. 10 times out of 10. Like, I'm not tripping. I could make <laughs> this a big deal. However, I'm not going to. Just give me a beer and we're square.
4: Yeah, so um, fingers crossed. No praying mantis today. So, hey. Um, all right. Let's wrap this show up, Rashad, huh? Well, let's do it. I let's, mean, uh, I didn't miss
2: half of it. So let,
4: Let's maybe try and help the, the one fantasy question that we got. Um, and just uh, get you ready. I mean, seriously, we are 15 minutes away from NFL week one Sunday action. Cannot believe I'm saying that, Rashad.
2: Yeah, I'm super excited, man. Let's
4: go, let's go. Last segment here on Football Sunday, Rashad Taylor, Joe Fisher on 1080 The Fan.
7: Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service.
0: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
2: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We you someone else?
4: That's right. Last segment here. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, football Sunday on 1080, the fan and the Odyssey app. Thank you all for tuning in today. Rashad, thank you for literally thank you for just getting here after the first two segments. I don't know if I would have been able to go another one. (laughs) Hey, man, like I've done the solo produce and host before one time, and it's not ideal.
2: No, it's not, especially not for the first show. It's and especially
4: definitely... not in a new studio when I'm trying to like figure out what the hell is going on with all the buttons.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, it definitely wasn't cool, so that was my fault for being late. I promise Hey, I won't be late again.
4: Hey, it starts at the top, all right? This is a team effort, okay? This isn't on you. So it's boss man's fault? Sure, let's go with that. Let's play McGinley. <laughs> Bingo. Of all the people to blame in this building, yeah, <laughs> the sure guy don't. that I call at 7 a.m., wake him up and piss him off we, with my stupid we, question. That man, needs, <laughs> that
2: man needs some type of award. You know, he needs some type of recognition.
4: Uh, yeah, for, I think the award should be in the form of a vacation for like I agree. It should be paid. Eight months.
2: Come on. Sales, the sales team should work on getting something special for McGinley.
4: Oh, dude. I, I have no doubt in the world that McGinley... Joey, Adam, the engineering IT team—they're going to get taken care of at
2: good, the end of all this. Good, great job, guys! For making all this stuff.
4: The question stuff is, work. Rashad, who is going to take care of these people's fantasy teams? We've only got ten minutes left. Can we rapid fire through these? Start T.J. Hawkinson or David Njoku half point PPR. I go with uh, T.J. Hawkinson of the Detroit Lions, Hawk Dog himself. Uh, David Njoku, I feel like, has been in the league forever and only gets you, like, 50 to 60 yards at best, and maybe he has one game where he goes off.
2: Uh, I can't see the screen. The screen. What, was, what was the first TJ name? TJ
4: Hawkinson, Lions tight end, or David Njoku? Yeah,
2: definitely TJ Hawkinson. Um, I, I, if you didn't watch Hard Knocks, I'm believing what the Lions are selling. All of a sudden, big fan of Dan Campbell, and I'm a big fan of what that receiving core led by um, St. Brown um, can do. So I think with St. Brown getting a lot of attention, Hawkinson's going to be there. Like Am- you said, Njoku is... Just there, but he Joku hasn't really been Dominant. anything great, you know, yeah. for in at any at any point,
4: even when he played for the Lions. Right, right. All right. Rich P1 from Troutdale, non-PPR league. Running back Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers versus the Bears on a soggy field. I don't know if you saw, but it is pouring rain.
2: Yeah, I saw Justin Fields
4: out there working. Yeah. And then uh so Elijah Mitchell running back soggy field versus the Bears or Mike Evans versus Cowboys. Non-PPR, um, I'm going to go Elijah Mitchell. Um, the fact that you threw in that factor about it being a soggy field, throwing the ball is going to be tough. Um, I think they're going to yeah, have to trust the run game. Elijah Mitchell was great last year for the 49ers. I think he's a sixth or seventh-round draft pick. So Elijah Mitchell, rolling with him.
2: Oh, man. I'm, trying, I'm thinking right now. I'm trying to think of base. Also, a idea.
4: factor. This might play into things. Uh, Chris Godwin back for the Bucs. Uh, Buccaneers also have uh, Julio Jones now. Remember that. Yeah.
2: Um, the second name was, again?
4: Uh, we had Elijah Mitchell.
2: Um, Dac- I'm, I'm probably going to roll out Elijah Mitchell as well.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm liking the idea of uh, getting the carries out there um, on a disgusting. Yeah. You're going to have to run the ball field. when it's not, when you can't throw it. And considering
2: who your quarterback is, you're going to run the ball out
4: non PPR running back Brees hall. I believe he's rookie out of Iowa state or Virginia. I might be getting those mixed up Um, or AJ Dillon, Brees hall or AJ Dillon. I'm going to go with AJ Dillon. He really finished well at the end of last year uh, for the Packers. I had him on my fantasy team and basically those first like six, seven weeks, you really couldn't play him because Aaron Jones was getting the bulk of the carries and workload. Uh, AJ Dillon's a horse though. He finished the season really strong. Um, and uh, I have much more confidence in going with him because I barely know anything of uh, Brees Hall as far as where he's in the depth chart and how he's going to be playing. So, um, yeah, going with A.J. Dillon.
2: Uh, I, I'm just, I just don't know what the rookie's going to do yet. So I mean, I have, I have and he's on things.
4: the Jets without a then, left tackle. Then, then, then and Joe no, Flacco. Uh, here's
2: a rule of thumb. If, <laughs> if they play for the, the jets, jets, then you don't pick them and play them in fantasy. That has to be... Last ditch effort, so I'm going with Hall.
4: Yeah, uh, they're playing the Ravens today, too. So Absolutely, no, yeah, that, uh, that's gonna be tough sledding there. Uh, Marquise Brown or Brandon Cooks? Marquise Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Hollywood Brown now on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Brandon Cooks, man, it feels like he's on a new team every year, he's switching, uh, but he is still on the Houston Texans. Um, I think it's now three straight seasons, maybe found a home in Houston. So, Brandon Cooks. Or, uh, excuse me, I just had it. Brandon Cooks, or who did I say? Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. Who you got? I, I'm, I'm I'm going with uh, uh, Cooks, just I'm, because there's a lot of a uh, lot of mouths to feed in that Cardinal offense.
2: Hollywood swinging. That's where I'm going right now. Brandon Hollywood. Cooks, as good as Brandon Cooks has been or had been at points, um, I'm just not sold on what they're able to do in Houston right now. If I'm just being honest, like Houston scares me. The quarterback situation scares me. So I'm gonna go with Hollywood Brown. Are they rolling
4: out Davis Mills as their starting quarterback today? Which is
2: again, if Davis Mills is your starting quarterback,
4: um, I mean he wasn't terrible last year, but I mean he wasn't. I don't think justifyingly being able to start again. <laughs> like yeah. Davis Mills, your starting quarterback for the Texans. Oh boy. Well, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Cooks uh, for the most part is the only option they have. Um, how about this? Farrell Brown, former uh, Oregon uh, Duck, starting at tight end. Boy, the Texans are going to be really, really bad. It's going to be a battle. Really bad.
2: It's going to be a battle oh for Houston fans. God,
4: that's going to be a long season. I want to talk about uh, tanking for Bryce Young. I think that might be Texans. Well, here.
2: you know, typically teams that are without a quarterback and need one, they uh, try to tank. Or, and in football, tanking is much easier than it is in basketball. Like, so I think they're
4: going to tank just fine. My God. That's going to be a long season for the Texans. It is. Like, is this true. how we're wrapping up this uh football Sunday, talking about how trash the Texans are going to
2: be? I mean, I mean, we can talk about how trash the Cowboys are going to be. No, because that the...
4: wouldn't make a lot of sense. That's going to get you in the bad take penalty box. Hey, talking. hey,
2: hey. The Cowboys America's team. And I'm using you can't see me using the quote fingers right now, as I'm saying. You know, America's I am so
4: I'm so glad now that I did not put in any sort of clip of the Patriots in any of these opens. I was very close. I was trying to find, you know, final calls of like the Super Bowl, like, and they've done it. They are Super Bowl champions. Yeah, that would have been good. So I was going through and I was seeing some and I saw some with the Patriots. I was thinking about throwing in that Malcolm Butler interception, but I was like, hey, we're going to rub a lot of Seahawk fans the wrong way if we do that. Good. good. <laughs> um, and I was like, but hey, you know, Rashad. He is, the, he is the resident Patriots fan on uh, Sports Sunday. He is. But after those comments, yeah, I, I, I'm glad that I didn't. You know, I got, love
2: for, I got love for old school Dallas. I used to wear, I got pictures when I was a kid of Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin. More so Michael Irvin was like my favorite player when I was a young kid. And so I had like I was, tons of pictures like in school. I had like Dallas Cowboys hoodies and, and stuff like that, sweatshirts. I think in third grade, I'm wearing a Dallas Cowboy um, hoodie
4: in my picture. Well, who wasn't in the '90s?
7: Who didn't have a Cowboys Everyone. starter
2: you know, it jacket? It was it was Cowboys and 49ers, you know, and and Raiders just for you know for aesthetic reasons because it looked cool like to wear a Raider starter, but yeah,
4: Cowboys and, and 49ers are the teams that we all
2: like as kids.
4: Well, I'm sure we will. Uh, Cowboys will make their triumphant return to being America's team this year. Um, I got Cowboys uh, beating the Bills in the Super Bowl, much like they did in the 90s, probably like a 55-17 final score, stuff like man, that.
2: Jim Kelly's not walking through that door,
4: bro. <laughs> but Dak Prescott is, damn it. <laughs> Number four is, oh, gosh, Rashad, it's football Sunday, NFL Week 1, college football weekend. We made it, bud.
2: We got it, man. We here. And we're going to be here, man, you and me, bud.
4: Sounds good. Uh, yeah, let's just make sure uh, we know if it's 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. I'll next be week. here the next time. <laughs> well, uh, We'll make sure of that. Again, learning lessons, right? Uh, communication, that is key hey, to learning. a team victory. Hey, hey. I'll take a teachable <laughs> moment. All right, for Rashad Saylor, I'm Joe Fisher. Thanks for everybody texting in. We very much appreciate it. Love the listeners inter- interacting with us. Please keep it coming in the weeks to come, the years to come. I'm stoked to be here on Sundays with y'all. Football Sunday, enjoy your NFL Week 1 action, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. How powerful
6: is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.